Every year I know we're gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Star. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will All right, welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. It's Dane here with Wags. Wags, um, so we are sitting here tonight. It's Thursday night, May 12th. And the NFL schedule has dropped. So we have a pretty good idea all of a sudden of uh, what the uh, the Packers, uh, who they're going to be facing this year, what it's going to look like. Now, I'll preface it all by saying that teams change <laughs> between now and regular season and teams kind of go through good phases, bad phases. But we have a pretty good idea uh, of what's going on. We get a San Francisco 49er rematch in the preseason, um, but there's plenty of really good stuff to look ahead to to start the year. Wags, how are you feeling tonight, buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's uh, always fun to get that schedule released. And as you said, there's no way to really predict how hard or how easy it will be. Injuries definitely play a big part in it. But I'm always most interested in those non-divisional and non-conference opponents. And the Packers have drawn some tough opponents over the last couple of years as we've been the NFC North division champions. And so typically, uh, we they like to line up those top teams and you might get a little bit of a tougher schedule. So um, it's going to be fun to break this down. And now with 17 weeks, the Packers going to London, we already knew that they were going to be playing the Giants in week five in London. So I know everybody's excited for that. Uh, but Dane, I think let's dive into this. We'll, we'll look at toughest stretch, um, you know, uh, big p- opponents. I'd like to hear your opinion on how everything kind of lays out beginning of the season, when the bye, end of season, all of that stuff. So I think it's time to pull that up and and let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we need to go through every game, but I mean, it's always noteworthy where um, where the Packers' division games fall into place because if you win the division, you know you you've got a shot at the whole thing and. Um, they start right away on the road, Minnesota week one. I hate it. <laughs> I hate going on the road to start the year. I feel like every year we go on the road these days, which I can live with, but that Minnesota game, some years it feels like it's their Super Bowl. So I know that they are going to be absolutely hyped up there in Minneapolis. It looks to be a prime game, a 325 game on Fox. So um, that one right away sticks out to me. And of course, the second week as well, the home opener. Um, against the Chicago Bears. So right away, the Packers get a couple division opponents out of the way, and they have the ability to potentially get off to a really hot start if they can take care of business in those first two weeks. Every single game matters in this league. Um, so, Wags, I look right away at those as being two important games. Every game's important, but if you can win division games, as Matt LaFleur has largely done in his tenure in Green Bay, you're likely going to get into the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. And it's one of those things as we pull up the schedule here onto the screen that um, follow that up with another big division game uh, from going at Minneapolis back home against the Bears. And I know that we've owned the Bears, especially in the uh, LaFleur era. Aaron Rodgers going back even further has had a great record against the Bears. I always get a little nervous about playing the Bears early in the season uh, because it seems like they're a team that 
over the years can start hot. But um, I think it's a, a really, uh, when you look, take a step back here, to me, um, if we can start off well, I, I, you know, going to Tampa Bay will be a tough week. But this really lines up, I think, for us really well. The NFL did do the Packers a solid, in my opinion, by uh, giving us a couple of home games in Green Bay, uh, sandwiched between their trip to London. So I think logistically, the, even though you know you only have seven days in between each of those games, it makes that travel could be a little bit difficult. Um, you, you know, you, when you look at the uh, opponents, I think uh, Patriots are obviously we expect them to be a solid team next year as well. But um, I like that we're playing them first, then going to London, and then we've got a Jets team that, um, albeit more talent on the roster. I don't think that uh, we should be terribly concerned. It's the NFL, though. You know, you never know what can happen week to week. Uh, but uh, definitely nice to see two home games sandwiched around that trip to London to me. Yeah, and, you know, what's what's really fascinating to see here is the Packers' first three games, um, Minnesota, Chicago, and Tampa Bay, all against um, new head coaches. So, so all three of those teams are going to have brand new regimes. Now, does that work for in the Packers' favor potentially a little bit as these teams are starting to get on board? Um, you know, remains to be seen. The NFL is an exceedingly unpredictable um, uh, entity to try to track. But, you know, you go from brand new coach in Minnesota, Chicago, and Tampa Bay, and then you get Bill Belichick <laughs> in week four, who seemingly has been now in New, uh, new England for 20-plus years and obviously – has the hardware to show for it. Um, but Wags, overall, I do like the first you know quarter of the season. I think it plays the Packers' favor, but there's a lot of talented teams in the NFL. That Buffalo Bills game away at Buffalo sticks out as an incredibly difficult game. They've got Super Bowl aspirations up there in Buffalo as well. Um, but, but I do like it. And um, I, I'm curious, what do you make of the bye week being so late this year for the Packers all the way yeah, to week 14? That was definitely something that stood out to me. That's going to be the toughest stretch. I, it's not hard to say. I don't care how good uh, maybe Washington and Detroit um, and even Philadelphia and Chicago, those aren't teams that last year uh, would have posed a super big threat. I, I again, any of these teams are good enough to beat you week to week. I, I get that. But when you're playing five road games in seven weeks and maybe just trying to get to that bye week, um, they could be, you know, really stretching uh, to, as they get into that week 11, 12, 13. That's going to be a pretty big grind, I think, with that much travel and uh, no no time off in between games. I think um, certainly when you add London into that, I said earlier it helps to have those two home games sandwiching that, but um, 13 straight weeks, it's a long time to go without a bye. So five games in seven weeks. And um, I think all of those teams legitimately could be uh, improved. I think Chicago might be the lone exception to that, but who knows with Justin Fields, if he makes a big leap, that's kind of the equalizer. And so I think any of those teams could pose a threat and um, uh, that could be a, a, point of the season that'll be really crucial for the Packers that they avoid uh, more than a couple of letdown games and and are able to take care of business hopefully um, and this is the getting way way ahead of ourselves edition of Lombardi's Legends as we're looking at the schedule but um, that's the reality I mean if they can start off 
pretty solid in season four and two, five and one in that first six weeks. Um, they're just going to have to try to uh, hang on and uh, hopefully win as many of these games uh, against teams they maybe should beat on the road um, uh, most of the time. So um, that's one other thing, Dane. I think the toughest opponents that they face, aside from maybe Buffalo and Tampa, I feel like they do have at home. So um, from that perspective, I think that lines up pretty well for us at this point as well. Wags. I'm circling one particular game on the calendar from an intrigue perspective, and it's got to be Sunday, November 13th. Dallas Cowboys coming to Green Bay. Not only is it the Dallas Cowboys, but of course, Mike McCarthy. Your boy. Will be back (laughs) in Green Bay. Uh, What do you make of that? Because that's just a, a, that to me is a magical decision by the schedule makers to have McCarthy coming to Lambeau Field? Well, you had to figure it was going to happen sooner or later. As you've been with the Cowboys, it's, believe it or not, this will be his third season wow. in Dallas. Yeah. And we don't get Dallas and Green Bay that often. Um, you know, you go back the last 20, 25 years, it seems like we played a lot in Dallas, but, I, I you know, we've had Cowboys in Green Bay a, a couple of times, but um, I know one of the bigger, more recent ones, and it's not even all that recent anymore, uh, was in the playoffs. So um, I think uh, it, it is always a marquee matchup when we get the Cowboys. Uh, so it was going to be a fun game either way. Uh, but uh, with Mike McCarthy on top of that, that will be an interesting situation. Honestly, um, my initial reaction was, Oh, uh, what's that homecoming going to be for McCarthy? Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody, uh, most fans, I don't think are going to care. I th- they'll probably give him a, a nice applause, which mm-hmm. honestly, even, you know, my feelings on Mike McCarthy, he deserves an applause. The man won us a Super Bowl, yeah. uh, not alone, um, <laughs> I, I, but we don't have to get into the nitty gritty of that. But the, the reality is, you know, he's got a street named after him. He won a Super Bowl in Green Bay. And um, I think most Packer fans at this point are pretty happy with Coach LeFleur. Um, our postseason struggles the last couple of years, notwithstanding. So I don't think anybody is going to be, you know, too up in arms about making this a big Mike McCarthy moment uh, when the Dallas Cowboys come to town. But um, that's going to be a fun game. No doubt about it. I was circling that one as well. Wags, I don't want to get too tabloidy, but McCarthy Rogers, are they hugging it out before the game right now? Yes or no? Um, it'll be a very perfunctory type of thing <laughs> where they know they have to do, do it for the camera, but yeah. it won't have any meaning behind it. It's, it's, it's going to be my uh, too early analysis on that, Dane. But what, 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 what are you thinking? I mean, yeah, no, in, in, on the scale of like bro hug categories, do we, do we need to get another infographic up and, and, uh, and really break this down or is that taking it too far? I Wags, I think that the pack are, are the pack. Uh, Rogers is going to, and McCarthy are going to show plenty of love in per, like, you know, to the public eye. And I think they're both going to be in the locker rooms before the game saying, we can't lose this game. <laughs> That's what I think is going to happen realistically. I think that both they're going to have a little extra motivation to beat the other one. Yeah. But the thing is, is aside from Rogers, there's not a Mercedes Lewis. Bakhtiari, I mean, yeah, I guess now Cobb, technically, but there's not that many guys on the Packers roster 
that were around when McCarthy was the coach anymore. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, there's a motivation every week, but it's not like there's any players for the Cowboys that have any personal interest other than, you know, they're going to want to come to green Bay and beat the Packers. So yeah, um, it, yeah it's, I think when the it, chips are down, it's not going to ultimately mean all that much, but I do think Dane that given Aaron Rodgers has a very instrumental uh, role in any Packer outcome, uh, that uh, he might have a little bit extra motivation, and it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. No doubt about it. Hey, Wags, uh, look at the comment here. Can you pull up John Dorn? Uh, John commenting right now. Love the prediction, folks. If you're listening live, feel free to throw your predictions out here. Um, he's saying the Packers are going 12-5. and five. I love the optimism. Uh, this is a Packer fan base. Expectations always high in Green Bay, uh, 12 and 5. And, and John, I'm not going to lie. I think that that is um, a possibility. The Packers are stacked. Yeah, there's some good teams on this schedule, but I promise you, fans for some of these other teams are going, oh, crap, we got to play the Packers uh, in week whatever. So, um, you know, a lot of good teams in the league, but the, I think the Packers can hang with anybody this season. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's a pretty – a solid estimate, John. I mean, if things break right, we've seen that they've been able to maybe outperform uh, early projection the last couple of seasons. Uh, and so the Packers, would I sell them short and say that they couldn't get 13, 14 wins? Um, absolutely not. Uh, I, they're certainly capable of making that run as we've seen. Um, and then again, when you look at the schedule, there could be stretches in it where, as I said earlier, particularly look at that week seven to week 13 stretch. Um, aside from Buffalo, there's a lot of winnable games on paper. But if they all of a sudden drop one or two of those, um, maybe two, uh, then maybe they're closer to that 11 and six, 10 and seven, or they're stretching to get to 12 and five by the end of the year. So you know, it's it's one of those things where the performance is going to fluctuate week to week and injuries will take a big impact on how things unfold. So that's that's always the challenge whenever we make these predictions. But I agree, Dane. I, I really like that prediction from John and uh, 12 and five. Um, I, I'm looking at you, though, Dane. Uh, are you going to be bolder than that? Are you going to be less optimistic? Where, where are you kind of landing on this? Legs, I think that we should hear from our sponsor, and then I am ready to give you a prediction, baby. Uh, all right. I think that's a great plan. Um, so let's talk about DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. And of course, it is NBA playoff time. So, Dane, bring us up to date. Our Wisconsin-based Milwaukee Bucks yes. just come off a huge win last night going into Boston and stealing one from the Celtics. So tell me that was good for Andrea's pocketbook and uh, that she was able to cash in on DraftKings. Of course it was, Wags. Uh, Andrea, my wife, is betting on the Bucks, And I'll tell you what, uh, you use the op opter, uh, opportune word, steal. The Bucks stole one uh, with, with Drew Holiday playing great ball in the final moments of that game. But uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, folks, please use promo code TPPN. It's so fun. Play some bets on some of these awesome games. NBA playoffs, always a great time. The Milwaukee Bucks, keeping it real this year right now, having a ton of fun. So, you know, we're sitting here watching the game. I know tomorrow night, game six, 
uh, we're going to be watching really closely and, and putting some bets on the Bucks, and, and that's what we do. We ride with the Bucks all the way through. Uh, but again, DraftKings Sportsbook, use promo code TPPN. They're giving you free bets back. It's a great app, and it just makes all these games even that much more fun to uh, enhance it and have a lot of fun watching. All right, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TPPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, so, Dane, maybe we shouldn't get quite into predictions. I'm That was a good tease there. But um, I, I said before we hopped on, Aside from the home games, what would be one game that you would love to travel to this year? And when you're looking at this road schedule, is there any mm. particular stadium that you would love to or city that you would love to travel to and uh, watch a Packer games on the road? Um, you know, looking at it. I have the most respect for the Buffalo Bills fan base, but with all due respect to Buffalo, um, unless I'm going up to Niagara Falls, I'm probably not going to make that trip anytime soon. Um, Miami's always nice in December, but probably not on Christmas Day uh, this year for the Verisi family. So uh, all things considered, probably New York. There's always fun stuff to do in New York. And if you can catch a Packer game while you're also uh, over there, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I was uh, looking at Miami too, but um, you know that's a good way to get murdered by your family. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going on Christmas. I'll tell you that much. But I will say, Wags, New Year's Day against the Minnesota Vikings—that's a fun way to do it. Uh, after a long night on New Year's Eve, have a couple Bloody Marys at the Packer game and watch the Packers take care of Minnesota. Could be a worse day. Couldn't agree more. I think, uh, but looking at the home slate for me, it's got to be the Dallas Cowboys game yeah. for a regular season game. Um, it's always fun to go to those divisional rival games, but uh, when, if you have a chance to go see the Cowboys uh, at home at Lambeau, I think uh, you got to jump on that for sure. Um, travel budget to get to London, especially uh, for that time of year might be a little challenging, but <laughs> man, would that be a lot of fun? So I, I know we're going to have a good contingent in London um, we've got a strong London fan base yes. over there already. And we um, hear from them. Well, some folks that listen to this podcast are over there in London. They've got a strong crowd over there. For sure. So shout out to uh, to my mates over in London. <laughs> and um, I, But um, one other game that really stands out to me, Dane, uh, for a non-divisional game uh, would be uh, the trip to uh, Philadelphia. I've been to Philadelphia. It's a lot of fun. Um, I, I think I'd want to hire security to go to the game with <laughs> yeah. me, but uh, nonetheless, um, that's a lively crowd. And you mentioned Buffalo. Um, so I think there's uh, a lot of potential fun games that would be fun to go, uh, you know, mix it up with and tailgate with some of those other opposing fans. So those are definitely some of the games that stand out. Uh, any game to go watch the Packers, any week you can do it is fabulous, uh, but certainly uh, some of them stand out more than others. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's just, it's fun. It's fun to see this start to come to fruition. It just means we're a little bit closer to football season as far as I'm concerned. So love to see it. OTAs are going to be starting pretty quick here for the Packers as well. So, you know, 
we're, we're inching closer and closer to August training camp. Uh, and every time the schedule comes out, it's, it's a good time. So Wags, predictions. I want to know your predictions too. I'm curious, how do you feel overall? Where do you think the Packers land your bold prediction on the season? Yeah, honestly, I think John's prediction of 12 and 5 is pretty good. Um, I just peeking at NFL.com, they ranked their 10, 10 easiest and 10 toughest schedules. Packers weren't on either. Um, so they're kind of middle of the pack mm, as things stand right now as far as how, how their schedule strength is viewed. Um, if you look at a couple of their division teams, uh, the Vikings and the Lions actually are ranked in the top eight as far as easiest schedules right now. So that's an interesting thing just to keep an eye on. But um, I, I'm going to be a little bit more bullish. I, I'm going to go 13 and four. Uh, this is a Packer team that's that's won um, 13 games in each of the last three seasons. And I really don't see any reason why that's going to drop off uh, this coming season. Um, I know that we're replacing a little bit of uh, productivity in the passing game with Devontae Adams uh, moving on. But uh, what we have up front and with our run game and, and just looking at that early season schedule, I think that sets up really nicely for us to get off to a really solid start. Um, I think our defense is set up, um, you know, especially if we're healthy at the beginning of the year uh, to uh, really perform well right out of the gate. So I'm optimistic that even if that, passing offense takes a little bit of time to find its rhythm um, that uh, based on having a bunch of home games, um, some common uh, foes in, in division to open the first two weeks. And uh, the fact that we've got more home games in the early part of the slate, um, I think uh, we're set up to uh, be able to get off to a nice start. And uh, I think we can get, a, uh, get our way uh, to 13 wins and, and finish off strong as well. I love the optimism and and I really do. Wags, no okay. I want in our comments. Definitely looking at the Cowboys game. Of course, it's must watch. And then Mitch, what's up, Mitch? Uh, he said he noticed that we uh, have three games for Sunday night football. Has that ever happened before? Interesting to see. That's awesome. I mean, I love that the Packers are are making this national uh, TV again. I think it's just a it's a wonderful thing. Packers are must see TV. They're they're Super Bowl contenders. Aaron Rodgers coming off another MVP and Wags, as you mentioned, um, you know, a ton of 13 win seasons in a row. So it's going to be great to see. I hope we we show well on national TV. I know the Packers are going to be hyped to to get out and get after it on those games. Um, my prediction, I'm going to be I'm going to go a little under. I'm going to go to 11 and six. Um, and I want to be a little off uh, of, of John and then you Wags going at 13. It's not that I don't believe in this team. I think this is a really good football team. I just think it's hard to keep winning 13 games a year in this league. It's a league of parity. Um, I think that they're going to work the kinks out. I think they're going to get hot at the right time, which is key. Um, but another late bye week uh, always makes me nervous. I thought the Packers were able to win a ton of games with a lot of injuries um, last season, which was incredibly impressive. But I think that eventually some of those injuries can come back to, to get you uh, down the road. And I think that, you know, you're just going to be kind of banged up a couple of these weeks leading into the bye week. So um, not that I don't think the Packers aren't a very talented team. And in fact, I think that this could be the best defense they've had in a decade plus. 
Um, but overall, you know, they might have some offensive struggles early in the season as they're getting some of the young guys up to speed and they're going to work through their, their kinks and take their lumps a little bit, but they're still a playoff team. I still think they're winning this division. I think they take care of their division games. And, um, you know, I think that they're right in the thick of things come playoff time. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the other things to consider too is, um, you know, who are the quarterbacks they're playing on the schedule, especially early in the season. And so, you know, we'll see how that breaks, but um, there, there's, there's good and bad uh, throughout the schedule. I don't think there's a particular stretch where you're saying, Oh boy, you know, we've got four of the top seven quarterbacks on paper uh, three of the uh, four weeks or something like that. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be, a game of cat and mouse uh, to get these guys ready to go every week as it is every season. Um, so uh, one other comment here in the chat, I wanted to highlight mm-hmm. we, we circled Dallas game earlier. No. Okay. Says definitely looking yes. at Cowboys game. And so I think uh, that seems to be a common sentiment among the fan base uh, for the Packers. Not a surprise that the Cowboys even sans Coach McCarthy coming back would draw a lot of attention coming into Green Bay. Wiggs, I'll tell you what, I'm thinking maybe we should go to that game and uh, do a little bit of live content from before the game and, and some pregame and postgame. I'm just going to say it out loud on the pod. It seems like uh, a must-watch game, and maybe we should take it in this year. Yeah, uh, for sure. I I think that's a, a great plan, Dan. <laughs> let, <laughs> let's just circle that right now. Yeah, I uh, think get, so. Get, get it down on paper. So. Yeah. All right, Dane, any other thoughts um, as far as the schedule is concerned and kind of just looking at uh, this release here tonight? No, I mean, I, I it, it's good to see there's been a lot of leaks and, and small things, but to see in totality where it's at. I saw Kenny Clark already tweeted Minnesota week one. You know, these guys like to get hyped. There's some trash talk involved, I'm sure, especially with Minnesota, with, uh, with Shandon over there and Big Z over there in Minnesota now. So I know there's going to be a lot of trash talk between now and game day, but it's nice for us to know. It's nice, frankly, for the fans, all of us that are planning on going to games, starting to circle, hey, which game do I think I can get to in person this year? Which ones? So, you know, from that standpoint, it's great. Great to see. Uh, I like the shakeout of the of the schedule overall for the team, and I'm excited to get to Lambo this year, Wags. Yeah, for sure. So, folks, thanks so much for jumping on here tonight. As always, be legendary and go pack go. Pack, go. go. Every year I know we're gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack. No, I ain't a bad sport, and I'll leave the wish you good luck. Only thing I will say.